are so glad that you can join us for another Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckert. Today's message is the backstory of success. Here is Annette. Welcome. I'm so grateful that you have an opportunity to tune in today because I have a very special guest who's going to really bless your life as you hear what God has put on her heart today. Glad that you're with us, Ms. Laura Lattaracco. I am so blessed and happy to be here, Annette. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you're here because we always have wonderful conversations yes. about the things that God is doing and sharing testimonies and all the experiences. We just, we are always so fast, all our dear listeners, Laura and myself have to slow ourselves down today because when I see her, I'm so excited to hear what God has put on her heart. Remember, if you need prayer, write to us at info at bridgeforpeace.org. Info at bridgeforpeace.org. We are Bridge for Peace called to the healing of the nations through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, what we're doing after our interview, we invite everyone to stay tuned for the teaching. We'll be working our way through Foundation for Healing course. And actually, my friends, following that comes Foundation for Freedom. And Laura was instrumental in creating the online teaching program for Foundation for Freedom. She's also a wonderful worship leader in her church. And just worship, not on a Sunday morning, my friends, but worship every day, every hour of, of every day, breaking out in song and dance and just joy of the presence of the Lord. So Laura, what is bursting your heart today? And that's funny that you should say that, bursting my heart. And it is something that has, from the moment I woke up today, I happen to be a little bit slower and later than usual, but there is an excitement and a, um, a calling to be praising God no matter what. So I have songs just running through my brain. I can be singing it, I can be speaking it, but um, again, when I saw you today, that excitement happened. And, uh, you know, I experience what you experience. So um, uh, this is something that I was created to do. Mm. So that worship part, that praise part, it, he created me to do that. It is my calling. So when that bubbles up, it's a wonderful start to the day. A wonderful start to the day. You know... As you were sharing that about your calling, what God created you to do, I was thinking about how you've always applied yourself. You know, my friends, all those listening, sometimes we wonder, how did someone get to be so successful? God must have just blessed them. But I'm telling you, as I'm here today with my friend Laura, I have seen in the years I've known her, her diligent application of all of her gifts very intentionally. Also her always uh, the attitude of always spending herself fully in whatever she's undertaken. 
And I think, Laura, how many children, how many grandchildren do you have? We have together, we have seven children and 14 grandchildren. Seven children, 14 grandchildren. A, a very prestigious job in, a federal, in the federal government. Also then taking on additional hours, going to school at night. Also coming, volunteering here for Bridge for Peace. Oh, regularly many, many, many hours in the day, also serving on the worship team in church. My friends, when we wonder, how did someone get to be so successful? We have to look at what has been the lifestyle, what has been the pattern. And sometimes we think, well, they just got a good start in life. You know, they just woke up, they were born into a rich family, with parents that guided them in the right direction. They had all the resources they needed to become successful. And I know that's one of the things, Laura, as you're right now in that place of being very successful, right now, I know sometimes you said to me, people think this is what it is. They look at me and they say, this is what it is, but there's a backstory. And I'm hoping that today you would share with us and with those that are listening, I hope you really pay attention as Ms. Laura would share with us her backstory to success. So I became a Christian. I gave my heart my entire life in a breath prayer to Jesus when I was 21 years old. That was 40 years ago. At the time when he saved me, out of the darkness and brought me into his light. At that moment, I the, the music is inside of me. So outside of Christ, that is what I did. I was in a rock and roll band for probably about five years. I had pink hair, as skinny as a rail. I led that lifestyle and Jesus saved me right out of that. So what is that lifestyle for those that are listening? So you say you're as skinny as a rail. Why? You want to present yourself as some kind of a, I don't know, a, an idol, right? That everyone wants to be like you. And that's what you're looking for in that, um, in that life. That life is looking for recognition, power, love, just all kinds of things that are a lie mm -hmm. because you don't want that from people. You want to know the recognition that God already has for you. He's got us carved in the palm of his hand. He looks at us every moment. So without knowing the love of God, without knowing the plan of God, without knowing our preciousness in God, then we look to perform to be someone, not necessarily ourselves, but someone that we perceive others will find attractive. Yes. And for you in that lifestyle, it was, as you say, pink hair, skinny as a rail, because in America, my friends, people value thinness. Or in our, maybe years ago was even more so than today. Yes. But there was that model Twiggy. Yes. Who looked like thin, like a pencil. And that was the epitome of success, being skinny, you mm -hmm. know, totally skinny. So that's why we're going back, remembering those years. 
And today, whatever the uh, perception is today that one needs to look like in order to be loved, there's people that are walking in that perception to find love, recognition, power, as you say, power, and being able to succeed according to the eyes of the world. But what did that feel like for you? Here you are in a rock band, pink hair, skinny, you've achieved it, let's say. What did it feel like on the inside? On the inside, it felt very empty and very like a, 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 a chasm. Uh, you know, you're just going down this place that you have no idea where you're going to end up. It is very dark. Mm -hmm. It's very dark. You think that you're seeing what life is, but again, it's that dark veil that your eyes are not open. It's uh, a smoke screen is there. So um, there was nothing, um, nothing that I could count on. Everything was a, a, a trial, mm. right? Let me try doing this. Mm. Well, if we take that job, maybe we will. Right. And um, it's just totally the opposite of walking with the Lord. Right. So I'm hearing that the impermanence, the sense of impermanence, because when you need to be what we might call in old-fashioned language, a fashion plate, mm -hmm. right? You need to have that look, whatever the look is. That look is always changing. Mm -hmm. Once it's long hair, then it's short hair, then it's blonde hair, then it's pink hair. The look is always changing, so you're constantly striving to stay up with the look so you can stay on top. Yes. But then, there, as I'm hearing you say, the impermanence, the uncertainty, I imagine also anxiety, because what's the next look? Am I in with fashion? Am I up to the moment now? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is part of the reason that so many who are involved are uh, taking part in uh, external means, right? To, to write their way of thinking, to calm fears, to calm anxiety, mm -hmm. right? So there's um, a, a, a dependence built for uh, drugs, mm -hmm. alcohol, um, tobacco, right? Nicotine, mm -hmm. um, just something that's going to put that uh, fake, mm -hmm. and it is very, very false. Mm -hmm. um, you, covering. And when you're talking about that drugs and alcohol and nicotine, I was thinking also how to be successful in the world, many women are tempted into sexual activity in the hopes that that will get them the position, that will get them the job, um, and pressure being put many times on women to become sexually active in order to become quote-unquote successful in their chosen field. Um, yes. So there's a lot of pressures. Uh, and now, I'm just looking at our time. Ms. Laura, our time is going so quickly because there's so much to discuss, but let's just stay with that if we could for a moment. If there's anyone listening, anyone who perhaps has been used to the lifestyle of demanding sexual favors from others in order to give them 
a place or a position or people that have experienced the pressure to give sexual favors in order to keep bread on the table, would you be able to share with them any advice or any counsel or any hope that you could give to them in that position, being in a difficult financial position perhaps and being pressured this way and giving into that pressure to keep bread on the table and also we want to address the other side today. We want to also talk to you who might be calling out sexual favors from those who are not as well off as you. I remember specifically right now the woman who is in charge of our children's village how she lacked education because she didn't have the finance and men had approached her saying you give us your body we'll give you the money for school. So we're talking about a very real situation that many people you know are involved in today. So I'm just turning to you with your experience Laura for your counsel if you have a word for people in that position today. So I actually was in that situation. I it it didn't come to if you then we will. It was a question posed to me. If it does come up, would you? So at the time I did not know the Lord. And I thought about it and I said, of course I would. So I think the first step is to look to God and ask him to show you the truth. Is he really alive? Does he really want your life? He will answer you one-on-one -on -one personally. So once now I am a Christian, now I have to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. So I have to first know the word of God. I have to read the Bible and put that into my heart so that when situations like this come up, I can draw from that because it's inside of me and the Holy Spirit will bring it to my mind. And one of the scriptures that does come to my mind is to trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to what you know to be what is going on. That's in simple terms, right? Don't lean to your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So with that scripture alone, um, something like this, someone approaches me, I am desperate yes. for whatever it is yes. they are offering. And the only way that I can get it is through sexual favors. God wants me. He's jealous. I need to be all of his. So I can apply that scripture because God has spoken it. He says, trust me with all your heart. I'm going to direct your paths mm -hmm. and depart from evil. Um, uh, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Mm -hmm. So have that fear, that respect, that uh, love for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Depart from evil. Say, I am not mm 
going to do it. God's going to provide this for me. It might not be in this moment. That's another thing. We don't know what is the best thing for us right now. We know what we want and we can bring that to the Lord. So that's, that's my advice. Bring it to the Lord. Say, God, I want to trust you. I want what's best for me in your time. And I am going to wait for you to provide it for me. You know, even as you're sharing that, what we want, once we come to Jesus, what we want changes. It does. Jesus wants us to be successful. I hope all of our listeners hear this message. Jesus wants you to be successful. Jesus created you to be successful. But sometimes what we think will bring us success is not the path that God has chosen. I look at you, Laura, whereas you were singing in a band, now you're singing in the church. Yes. And whereas perhaps you thought, well, this natural gift God gave to you, music, that this was the gift that you had for the world, which it is, but it's only one of the gifts. It is. Because at that time, perhaps you didn't have the understanding that you had the intellect that you have, that you had the perseverance to work for the federal government and to be promoted in within the system of the federal government and to attend school, higher, higher level of school. So in other words, if you got what you wanted, you'd be a rock star somewhere today. That's right. Right? Because that's what you wanted. That was all you could imagine yes. that you wanted. Mm-hmm. So my friends, what we're saying to you today is you're thinking too small. Yes. God has a lot more for you. You're thinking that's success. God knows what success is in your life. And even as I was sharing with you about the African woman that was able to go to school and became a leader in our Bridge for Peace Children's Village, she never imagined that was a plan Mm -hmm. that God would have for her. So when Miss Laura is sharing with us, don't lean on your own understanding because my friends, your understanding is very limited. Very I mean, limited. we're sitting here now from a different perspective in life, having had successful careers. I'm telling you, wherever you are today, if you have not yet retired from your career, your understanding is limited. And as for us, we're not planning on retirement. You know, we know God's got work for us to do all the days of our lives. All and the days. He's continually training us. Um, Miss Laura, I think next radio interview, we're going to talk a lot more about trusting the Lord because that's where the issue is in it. When I have to put bread on the table, how can I trust that God is real? How can I trust that God is going to take care of me when the enemy is tempting me and telling me he will supply if I will give in to temptations or expectations Mm -hmm. when I will sell myself short? You know, maybe maybe some of you listening, you never wanted to go there, but it was the external pressures that you could see no other way out. And that was what forced you into a position. We want to tell you there's forgiveness through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. You just turn and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. He forgives you. That's over. That's under the blood. And there's a new life in front of you. Let him guide you into success. Again, I'm Annette Eckhart from Bridge for Peace at our New York studio with Miss Laura. Join us for the next interview. Next week, Miss Laura, can you be back? I can. Okay, next week, we're going to have Miss Laura back to share more with us about how to walk in God's success. God bless you.
write to us at info at bridgeforpeace.org. We're bringing healing to the nations through the power of the blood. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckert. Please join us next Wednesday for another inspiring episode. If you would like to help us continue producing the Healing to the Nations podcast, consider becoming a monthly partner with our ministry. To make your donation and get more information about Bridge for Peace, please visit us on our website at bridgeforpeace.org. This is Scott Silverberg for Annette saying have a blessed day and let Jesus be your bridge for peace.